بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا فقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال تعالى ولنبلونكم بشيء من الخوف والجوع ونقص من الاموال والانفث والثمرات وبشر الصابرين الذين اذا اصابتهم مصيبه قالوا انا لله وانا اليه راجعون اولئك عليهم صلوات من ربهم ورحمه واولئك هم المهتدون وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم ان الاصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار my dear respected brothers sisters elders today is a remarkable day because it is a day in which there is a loss and there is a gain the loss is ours and the gain belongs to the one who worked for it we lost one of our beautiful members of our community our sister our daughter asma bint mahmud yusuf and this is a loss because to lose somebody in their youth and she was 23 what must be in the hearts of her parents what must be in the hearts of all those who invested in her she is from this community she went to school here she grew up here she was raised here so it is a loss for us it is a huge loss but she is the one who gains because she gains the qurb and she gains the ma'iyat of her rab jalla jalalu we ask allah to include her among those who will be shaded under his shade on the day of judgment when there is no shade except his shade because rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam promised and said that among the people who will be shaded under the shade of the arsh of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that youth and this refers to the man or woman who grew up and who was true to their deen in their youth and i bear witness and i know that all of you bear witness 
that asma was true to her being. I recited the ayah of Surah Al-Baqarah where Allah Jalla Shanahu said وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقُصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنْفُثِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا صَابَتْهُمْ مُصِيبَةٌ قَالُوا قَالُوا إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ أُولَئِكَ عَلَيْهِمْ صَلَوَاتٌ مِّن رَبِّهِمْ وَرَحْمَةٌ وَأُولَئِكَ هُمُ الْمُهْتَدُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised to trust us. When the test comes, it is not an accident. It is the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coming true. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from his tests. And Allah promised to test us in several ways. Min al-khawf wal-ju'a wa naqsi min al-amwal wal-anfusi wal-thamarat. With loss in ourselves, in our wealth, in our children. With fear and insecurity, with hunger. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised his reward. For who? For the sabirin. Who are the sabirin? Those who do their best in that test and who accept the qadr and the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without complaint. And what is that bashara? Before that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described. Who are the sabirin? They are those who say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilahi rajim. We are from Allah, we belong to Allah, and to His, to Him is our return. And what is the bashara for them? What is the glad tidings for them? What is the good news for them? What is the reward that is promised to them? Salawatun min Rabbihim wa Allah will send His blessings on them and His mercy on them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who is certifying that they are the rightly guided. In the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about those who behave with sabr and patience in the face of bereavement, He says to the balaika that you be witness. That I have nothing better for them than Jannah. And this is the reward for those who are bereaved. The first people who lost their loved one. My brothers and sisters, they asked Rasulullah, who is Allah? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد 
اللہ سبحانہ وتعالی said say oh Muhammad صلی اللہ علیہ وآلہ وصحبہ وسلم tell them he is Allah the one al-ahad not wahid because wahid has a plural ahad has no plural قُلْهُ اللَّهُ أَحَدُ اللَّهُ السَّمَدُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free from all needs. He needs nothing from anybody and everything needs him. لَمْ يَلِذُ وَلَمْ يُولَدُ He does not beget and he is not begotten. He didn't come from anybody and nobody comes from him. And there is none equal لَمْ وَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُ كُفْوَانَ حَدُ And there is none equal to him or comparable to him. Let us reflect on this surah, Surah Al-Ikhlas. This surah is the essence of Islam. This is the sum total of what we believe. Because though it is about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah did not speak to us directly. As he spoke in many other places in the Quran. In many places of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya yuhal nas, ya yuhal mu'minun, ya yuhal ladhina amanu. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not speak to us directly. They asked him who is Allah. And Allah answered, but he did not speak to them. He spoke to his Habib, to his Khalil, Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And said, you tell them this. You tell them this. Surah Al-Ikhlas, therefore, not only speaks about the glory and majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but indicates... The exalted status of Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbi wa sallam. My brothers and sisters, I remind myself and you that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us why he created us. The purpose, the reason why we exist. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ This is the individual statement of purpose for every living, walking, talking human being and every jinn. Where Allah said, I have not created them for anything other than my worship. I have not created the insan and the jinn. I have not created the jinn and the insan. For anything except my worship. I submit to you that to worship, it is essential to know, to recognize, to have a relationship with and to love the one who you worship. More than anyone or anything else. So who is Allah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allahu la ilaha illa huwa al-hayyul qayyum. La ta'quduhu sinatu wa la naum. Lahu ma fi s-samawati wa ma fi l-ard. Man dha al-lazhi yashfa'u indahu illa. يَعْلَمُ مَا بَيْنَ عَيْدِهِمْ وَمَا خَلْفَهُمْ وَلَا يُحِيطُونَ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنْ عِلْمِهِ إِلَّا بِمَا شَاءَ وَسِعَا كُرُسِيُّهُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَلَا يَوْدُهُ عِبْزُهُمَا وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْعَظِيمُ الله سبحانه وتعالى سيد الله لا إله إلا هو. There is no one worthy of worship except He. 
the ever living anayul qayyum the ever living the one who sustains and protects all that exists he does not sleep he doesn't even blink no form of sleep or slumber overtakes him to him belongs everything whatever is in the heavens and the earth who is he that can intercede with him except with his permission he knows what happens to them to all his creatures in this world and what will happen to them in the hereafter and they will never compass anything of his knowledge except that he will accept that which he wills his kursi extends over the heavens and the earth and he feels no fatigue he doesn't get tired in guarding and preserving them meaning his creation and he is the most high the most great this is allah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduced himself in the ayah which is considered the ayah of highest status the greatest ayat in the quran ayatul kursi my brothers and sisters i remind myself and you that tawhid is our greatest treasure to be jealously guarded against any adulteration which comes in benign forms the most seductive of which is love in the name of love we raise the status of those we love until it enters the realm of that which belongs only to allah that's what the christians did with isa alayhi salam and that is what many sects of muslims do with different people that they love isa alayhi salam and all those people of high status who we love the highest of them being muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam are all worthy of great respect and veneration and emulation but they are all human they are creatures they are all ghairullah they are human they are not related to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any way other than being his makhluq his creatures he created them and they do not share anything with him whatsoever in terms of his zat his sifat his afal wal asa in terms of his identity his self in his attributes in his actions and his, and his decisions or his asar his signs and creation to believe that anything human or otherwise irrespective of who or what it is shares anything at all with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is major shirk and renders us out of islam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared clearly fatiru samawati wal ard جعل لكم من انفسكم ازواجا ومن الانعام ازواجا يذرؤكم فيه ليس كمثله شيء ليس كمثله شيء وهو السميع البصير he said which means the creator of the heavens and the earth he has made for you mates from yourselves and for the cattle also mates by this means he creates you in the wombs there is nothing like him and he is the all hearer the all seer ibn abbas radhiyallahu anhu reported that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam when he used to wake up for tahajjud he used to say allahumma lakal hamd anta qayyimus samawati wal ard wa man fihin wa lakal hamd لك ملك السماوات والارض ومن فيهن ولك الحمد انت نور السماوات والارض ولك الحمد انت الحق ووعدك الحق ولقاؤك حق 
وقول حق والجنة حق والنار حق والنبيون حق ومحمد صلى الله عليه وسلم حق والساعة حق اللهم لك أسلمت وبك آمنت وعليك توكلت وإليك أنبت وبك خاصمت وإليك حاكمت فاغفر لي ما قدمت وما أخرت وما صررت وما أعلنت أنت المقدم وأنت المؤخر لا إله إلا أنت O oh Allah, all praise and all thanks for you. You are the establisher of the heavens and the earth and whatever is in them. All praises for you. You have the possession of the heavens and the earth and whatever is in them. And all praises for you. You are the light of the heavens and the earth and all praises for you. You are the truth and your promise is the truth and the meeting with you is true. Your word is the truth and Jannah is true and the fire is true and all the prophets and messengers peace be upon all of them are true and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam is true and the day of resurrection is true. O oh Allah, I surrender my will to you. I believe in you and depend on you and repent to you and with your help I argue with my opponents and I take you as a judge between us. Please forgive my previous and future sins and whatever I concealed or revealed and you are the one who raised some people to station of honor and lower others. There is none to be worshipped but you. And this is in Bukhari. What a beautiful dua which we must memorize and try to make every day when we wake for tahajjud. Yes, I am saying what you think I am saying. If we want to know Allah, we must make tahajjud fard on ourselves. Rasulullah made dua. Do you want the dua of the Rasul for you? Yes or no? If you want the dua, then this is the dua he made for you. He made dua for the one who wakes up for tahajjud. So if you wake up for tahajjud, he made this dua for you. We ask Allah to make us among those who wake up for tahajjud and who wake each other up. Because they love Allah. Above everyone and everything else. Abu Huraira reported that Rasulullah said, May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy upon the man who wakes up at night and prays and awakens his wife. And if she refuses, he sprinkles water on her face. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on the woman who wakes up in the night and prays and wakes up her husband. And if he refuses, she sprinkles water on her face. This is in Majah, An Nasai, Abu Dawood, and Musnad ibn Muhammad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised Jannah for those who wake up for the Hajjud. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Tatajafa junubuhum anil madaji yadruna rabbahum khawfan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said which means 
they wake up from their sides, they force their sides, forsake their beds, which means they get up from their beds to invoke their Rabbayn al-Khawfi wa Tama'ah, between fear and hope. And they spend out of what we have bestowed on them. No person knows what is kept hidden for them of joy as a reward for what they used to do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this prescription to his beloved messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya ayyuhal muzammil, qumil layla illa qalila, nisfahu wa bin qusminhu qalila, awzid alayhi wa rattilil qur'ana tartila, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, O you wrapped in garments, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is one of the many, many, many places in the Quran which tells us about the the status of Rasulullah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed practically all his Ambiya by name. Ya Musa, Ya Isa, Ya Ibrahim. But he never said Ya Muhammad. Sallallahu Ya Ayyuhal Muzzami, Ya Ayyuhal Muddasi, Ya Ayyuhal Rasul, Ya Ayyuhal Nabi. He always addressed him with his beautiful love and his affection and his great respect and his these forms of address of closeness to him, Jalla Jalla. He said, Oh, you wrapped in garments, stand and pray all night, except a little. Half of it, or a little less than that, or a little more, and recite the Quran in a slow, pleasant style. Verily, we shall send down to you a weighty word, which is Islam and all its laws. Verily, the rising by night for tahajjud is very hard. Allah is saying this. It is difficult below this. But the most, it's the most potent thing and good for governing the soul and most suitable for understanding the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا أَسْتَغْفَرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ وَلِسَائِلِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوا إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد فقال تعالى إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كَمَا بَارَكْتَ عَلَىٰ إِبْرَاهِمَ وَعَلَىٰ إِبْرَاهِمَ إِنَّكَ حَمِيدٌ مَجِيدٌ My brothers and sisters, we are talking about gaining closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Same rule everywhere. You want to truly get to know somebody, you must spend time with them. The key to knowing and loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to build a relationship of Udiyah. By focusing on his blessings and expressing our thanks. When we reflect on how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed us, it is but natural to fall in sujood. 
and to thank him jalla jalalhu from the core of our beings and to love him more than anyone or anything else and that is why allah subhanahu wa ta'ala questioned those who deny him kayfa takfuruna billah kayfa takfuruna billahi wa kuntum amwatan fahyakum thumma yumitukum thumma yuhyikum thumma ilayhi turja'un Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, how can you disbelieve? How is it even possible? How can you deny Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Seeing that you are dead, you didn't exist. You did not even exist. In another place, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked this question. هَلْ أَتَى عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ حِينٌ مِنَ الدَّهْرِ لَمْ يَكُنْ شَيَّمْ مَذْكُورًا Allah said, has humankind forgotten that there was a time when they were not even mentioned? You didn't exist. فَأَحْيَاكُمْ We gave you life. What is that life worth? What is that life worth? He gave you life. Remember, he's not even saying, Allah is not saying, I gave you Iman. He says, I gave you life because before, before Iman you got life. What is that life worth? Is it worth anything? What is it worth? You were dead and he gave you life. Then he will give you death. And then again he will bring you back to life on the day of judgment. Just as you had no control over coming in here, you have no control over leaving here. And you have no control over being resurrected and being brought to him. No control. We didn't ask to be here. We were sent here. We will not ask to die. We will be taken. We will not, be, we will not ask to be resurrected. We will be resurrected. Whether we like it or not. Whether we believe or not. Doesn't matter. It will happen. And then to him is your return. I know we all agree that we should be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But let me put this in perspective for you. Today there is a storm warning that it's going to rain. Let me put this in perspective. Science. One inch of rain, one inch of rain falling on one acre of land is 27,154 gallons of water and weighs 113 tons. One inch of rain on one acre. West Springfield received 46 inches of rain in 2021, which is 5,198 tons of water per acre. West Springfield is 17.5 square miles, which is equal to 11,200 acres. That is, so, that is a, about... 3,000 acres short of a game farm of one, one of my friends in, in South Africa. So don't feel so big that Westfield is so big. He's got two, two like that. Anyway, now that means that West Springfield received in 2021, 58,217,600 tons of rain. So you may say, well, so what? Think about this. Think about this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent... 58,217,600 tons of rain as individual raindrops spread over the whole year. What if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, here is your rain for this year, take it. And dumped 58,217,600 tons of rain on West Springfield. Now, let me put some more spin into this. Do you know what a tidal wave is? I saw the effect of the tidal wave which happened in 2003 in Sri Lanka. 
I saw a building in Yala National Park, a concrete RCC building, reinforced cement concrete. They don't build like this in this country. They build in our countries. They build with reinforced cement concrete. There is steel and there is cement and there's gravel and all of that. The huge concrete building after the tidal wave, the only thing left was the foundation, the floor. The entire three-storied building with the concrete columns was cut as if it had been cut with a knife and moved from there about a mile. Complete building, just taken away. As if somebody sheared it with a knife. Steel, concrete building. That's what a tidal wave is. So what is a tidal wave? It is water. Individual drops of water coming together at you. Now, let me add to this mix. The average height of clouds is between 6,500 feet for low-level clouds and 15,000 feet for mid-level clouds. Now, let's take a midway figure of 10,000 feet. Water descending from 10,000 feet will descend from anywhere actually at an acceleration of 32 feet per second per second, which is roughly 550 miles per hour. That is the speed of a tidal wave, 500 miles an hour. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had sent West Springfield, all of its rain in 2021, which is 58,217,600 tons at 550 miles an hour, coming down from 10,000 feet in the air, there would be no West Springfield left. As simple as that. It would be smashed into the earth and there would be a large lake. But do we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not only for sending rain, but for sending that rain in individual drops throughout the year. This is the purpose of learning science. Why do you learn science? This is what happens when you learn science from people who don't understand Allah. Or you learn Quran from people who don't understand science. This, this connection is never made. Another one. When did you last have a haircut? I'm not asking you if you had a halal haircut or haram haircut. There's that question also. Huh? When did you last have a haircut? Just a haircut. Let me add also clipping the nails to you. When did you last clip your nails? I did last night. Now think about this. What if our nails and hair were live tissue instead of dead tissue? You would have to have go under general anesthesia and base state or mercy hospital for a surgeon to do your haircut instead of the barber. And then you would have a recovery process. Huh? You probably need a, need a blood transfusion or something after that. I'm not joking. This is reality. This is reality. Right? I want to think about this. And I want you to think about this. And then, I want you to think with this background about the dua made by a Bedouin who did not go to university like we did. What does he know that we don't? What do you think he did that we don't? He spent time in reflection and introspection and dhikr. He did not have social media. He had Allah. We also have Allah. But do we care? Do we care? We don't seem to know. We don't seem to care. He knew when he cared. 
And so Allah gave him the words which brought him praise from Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Anas bin Malik Abdullah reports in the hadith which you have heard many times that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam passed by a Bedouin once making dua. And what did he say? Ya man la tarahu al-'ayun wa la yukhalituhu az-zunun wa la yasifuhu al-wasifun wa la tughayyiruhu al-hawadith wa la yakhsha ad-dawa'ir wa ya'lamu masaqil al-jibal wa maka'il al-bihar wa 'adada qatr al-amtar وعدد ورق الأشجار وعدد ما أصلم عليه الليل وأشرق عليه النهار ولا تواري منه سماء سماء ولا أرض أرضا ولا بحر ما في قعره ولا جبل ما في وعاري اجعل خير اجعل خير اموري اخرا اجعل خير اموري اخره وخير عملي خواتمه وخير أيام يوم ألقاك فيه. Just see the words. Oh, the one whom eyes cannot see, who cannot be imagined, who is beyond description, who is unaffected by happenings, who cannot be overwhelmed by the twists and turns of time. Who knows the weight of the mountains and the volume of the oceans? Who knows the number of falling raindrops, the number of leaves on the trees, and everything upon which the night darkens, and everything upon which the day brightens? No sky can hide another from him. No surface of the earth can hide another from him. No ocean can hide anything. Within its depths, from him, and no mountain can conceal from him anything within its rocks. Make the last part of my life the best, and make the best of my deeds the last, and make my best day the one in which I meet you, Ya Jalla Jalalu. I make this dua for myself and for all of you, Inshallah. Rasulullah ﷺ appointed somebody to bring the Bedouin to him as soon as he finished his dua. When the man came, Rasulullah ﷺ had a piece of gold that he had been given from some mine. He gave the man the piece of gold, and then he asked him. He said, "Do you know why I'm giving you this gold?" The man said, "Ya Rasulullah ﷺ, I am from the Banu Amir bin Sasa, who are related to the Quraysh, to your family. So therefore, maybe you are giving it to me because we are related." Rasulullah ﷺ said, "Yes, the family relations must be." Honored, but I am giving you this gold because of the beautiful manner in which you described Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Who gave him those words? Who gave him the words? The same one who gave the words to the man who said in the hadith, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told us a man before you praised Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala in these words. 
ربی لک الحمد کما یم بغیلی جلالی وجہ کا وعظیم سلطانک او بائی رب لک الحمد آل پریز اینڈ آل گلوری اینڈ آل مگنیفیسنس اینڈ آل تھانکس بی ٹو یو ان کیپنگ وتھ دا گلوری اینڈ مگنیفیسنس اف یور کاؤنٹیننس اف یور گلوریس فیس اینڈ ان کیپنگ وتھ دا گلوری اینڈ مگنیفیسنس اف یور کنگڈم ان آل دیٹ یو ہیو کریٹڈ The recording angels heard this and they went to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, they said, Ya Rab, your slave has praised you in words which we have never heard before. So we do not know what reward to write for this praise. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who knows what the slave said even before the slave knew what he was going to say. But Allah asked this question to establish witnesses in favor of his slave on the day of judgment. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to the angels, what did he say? They said, Ya Rab, He said, Rabbi laka alhamdu kama yambagi li jalali wajhika wa azimi sultanik. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to the angels, write down his praise, his words, just as he said them. And I will reward him in keeping with the glory and magnificence of my face. And in the glory and magnificence of my kingdom. What is that reward? What is that reward? My brothers and sisters, let me give you, let me close by giving you some, what I call my friendly homework. I want you to reflect on the glory and magnificence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all his blessings as they relate to you personally. Right, so don't, don't think about the universe and whatnot. You are personal. And I want you to compile your thoughts and email them to me. You all have my contact. Email them, WhatsApp them, whatever. And inshallah, I will put them into a khutbah in the coming Jumaat, inshallah. Entitle your, your, the thing saying, I recognize Allah by. I want to end with some ashar of a very beautiful poet in Urdu. I won't translate them here because first of all, poetry is not translatable. Secondly, I'll put it in the text so you can read it. And also you will learn, not everybody is fortunate enough to know Urdu, so learn it. The, the poet says, Hamne tujhe jana hai fakat teri atase. We have known you and recognized you only by your ata, which is your, your gift and your blessings. And that's the last translation. After that, I'm not going to translate دنیا کے حوادث سے وفاؤں سے جفا سے رنجو غم و عالام سے دردوں سے دوا سے خوشیوں سے تبسم سے مریضوں کی شفا سے بچوں کی شرارت سے تو ماؤں کی دعا سے نیکی سے عبادات سے لغزش سے خطا سے خود اپنے ہی سینے کے دھڑکنے کی صدا سے رحمت تیری توحید تیری وحدت تیری ہر گام پہ دیتی ہے دلا سے ہم نے تجھے جانا ہے فقط تیری عطا سے دس از اے ویری لانگ ہمد فرسٹ ایز آئی مینشن ٹو یو دا فرسٹ لائن سیز وی ریکگنائز یو سمپلی بائی یور بلیسنگز لیٹ اس ریفلیکٹ آن دس اینڈ آن واٹ آل آف دس ڈس اینڈ تھینک اللہ سبحان اتال آئی وانٹ ٹو اینڈ وی ہیو ٹو وی بین آسٹ ٹو میک دعا فار فار تھری پیپل ہو پاسٹ اوے ون آئی آلریڈی ڈٹ آور سسٹر اینڈ ڈاٹر اسما محمود دا سیکنڈ ون از Khadija Shakir, the sister-in-law of Sister Daya, who passed away in Philadelphia. Brother Salahuddin is also sister-in-law. 
We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give her also jannatul firdausul ala bi ghayri hisab and sabr to the family. And also dua for one of my very dear friends, Sheikh Abdurrahman Mursal in uh, Somalia, in Somaliland, whose brother passed away. And uh, the brother also must have been maybe in his 30s. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to uh, bless them, to forgive them, to fill their war with nur, to give them jannatul firdausul ala bi ghayri hisab, to give, fa- to give their families sabr. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to wake up with all these wake up calls that we get every single time and to wake up before our eyes are woken up and before we are woken up by Malakul Mawt. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make our last actions the best of our actions, the last days the best of our days and the last day when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be the best day of our lives insha'Allah. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taqfir lana wa tarhamna lana kunana min al-khasirin. Rabbana faqfir lana dhunubana wa kaffir lana sayyatina wa tawafana ma labrar. Ya hayu alladhi la yamut, ya hayu alladhi la yamut, ya hayu alladhi la yamut. Ya Rabbil Alameen, Ya Kareem, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. Amin Ya Rabbil Alameen, Ya Ibadallah, Ayyamakum Allah, Inna Allah Ayyamaru Biladhi Wal Ihsan, Wa Itaizil Qurba, Wa Inhaanil Fahshay Wal Muntari Wal Baghi, Ya'izukum La'allakum Tadakkarun, Udhkuru Allah Yazkurkum, Udhu Yastajib Lakum, Wala Dhikru Allah Akbar, Wallahu Ya'lamu Ma Tasnaun, Aqibu Salam.